Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm talking with Janisha Alora about how she is a mentor and coach to women. So Janisha is a former Miss Singapore cafe retail chain owner and Southeast Asia Women of Excellence 2010, International Progressive Women 2019. She is awarded by Noble Queen Most Prominent Women Empowerment in 2020. She is also a business coach and awarded as Mentor of the Year in Powerhouse Global Limited, the founder of Soul Rich Women, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia that connects more than 200,000 women across the region in the Soul F membership program. For the past 17 years, Janisha has coached celebrities, CEOs, and politicians to be seen as a leader on stage. Today, with the Soul Rich Women Blueprint and the SRW Academy, she mentors thousands of women to bring their business and leadership brand online. Her vision is to support 1 million women to own and love the F word. Before establishing Soul Rich Women, Janisha was an owner of a cafe retail chain with a presence of three countries and 18 franchises and licensees that successfully exited to a public list of company after four years. She is the winner of two awards in 2014, the Franchisee and Franchisor of the Year runner-up by Franchise and Licensing Association Singapore. From as young as an age of 14, Janisha had to support herself through school, through working a nine-to-five job as an occupational therapist and later became a serial entrepreneur, Janisha has gone through the highs and lows of being a business owner. Her epic journey from being a six figure debt to becoming a multimillionaire in 2013, fueled by her passion to support women to do the same, to own the F word. Welcome, Janisha. Hey, thanks for having on your show. (laughs) You're welcome. You have gone through quite a lot in your time here on earth. (laughs) Yeah, been through quite a fair bit. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, first off, I'm going to ask you about the F word. Let's do the F. Yeah, the F word. We've mentioned it a few times. So, what does that mean? Because I don't think it means what we think it means. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but before we go into the F word, we must look into the meaning of soul rich as a combination of why this name came about. So, soul rich that means when you know you have it, it embodies that wealth within and the richness on the outside, and the soul must be aligned. So, when you align mind, body, and soul, it produces and gives you that. F word, which is being fabulous, having freedom, financial independence, and a happy family. Awesome. So basically making sure that your life is well-rounded. Yes. So how do you find time to do it all? I think one of the key anchor that I always have is, what is my big why? Uh, we will never find time for me because time is always running out because we have so many things to complete. I would call it optimizing your calendar. How do you optimize your day? What do you do best? And what do you do well? You know, and what do you value? So for me, I optimize my calendar. I don't really have a to-do list. I, I may have some, but I don't really depend on it. But I look in optimizing my day and when I'm most productive and really working on it. And lastly, really looking at my why. Why do I wake up every single day? It's because my family my mom? Is it because of the women I'm helping? So always go back to that because that will help you to generate the propulsion, that ability to push forward, the momentum to do bigger things and greater things forward. You have a 
team that helps you out too, correct? Yes, definitely. I have a big team and I really learned the art of delegation, the art and science of delegating. And that did not start with a big team. It started with me being a solopreneur to maybe one staff and then two and then three. And then I work with a remote team all around the world in the Philippines, in Malaysia, in the Ireland. So all these did not succeed on the first try. It was really through learning how to outsource the most difficult and the most unwanted task out for just $50, either in, in four hours for $50 or $50 for X number of hours in a single month, for example, bookkeeping. And I started from there. So always find resources to delegate out the tasks that you don't want to do so they can focus on the things that you want to do. I like that. And I like too how you mentioned like the tasks that take the longest, like you might enjoy them, but is that really the best use of your time, right? Exactly. That may not be the most, you know, something that I love to do is social media, but is that really my best use of time? Or is it that for me to be the brain behind the entire business, would that be a better use of my time? So always look back into well, how much is your time really worth? Because I find that even for entrepreneurs, I coined this term called the entrepreneur rat race. There is an entrepreneur rat race because entrepreneurs sometimes forget that even though when you are working nine to five to draw a salary, there is still a time and money tech packed to the amount of time you spend at work in your business or on your business. So just be mindful of that. Exactly. Like sometimes if you calculate it, it's like you're just working for pennies on a dollar, right? Yeah, exactly. How did you get started on your entrepreneurial journey or what made you want to be an entrepreneur? I had my first taste of entrepreneurship since I was about 16, between 16 to 18 years old when I was working part-time trying to put myself through school and, you know, earning the money for my tuition fees and my allowance for food and to support my family. So I asked myself during exam examinations, because I couldn't really work that many hours, but I need to put my hours into studying. How can I make more within an hour? So back in those days, I was teaching aerobics and country line dancing. So I got certified as an instructor and I was teaching that. And with that, I asked myself that question. So I supplied trainers and instructors around Singapore and I bring in people. So within an hour, I have five, six instructors who were working at a single event or working in a corporate organization. And I took a commission of the salary, right? And because of that, I could make more within an hour. So that's how I got my first taste of entrepreneurship. Later on, it was after SARS, when SARS happened, I quit my occupational therapist job in 2003 and 2004. So I lasted then and I asked myself the question, if at that moment, if SARS took me away, would I have regretted the life that I was in? So I said, no, I mean, yes, I would have somewhat regretted certain things I've not done yet, I've not tried. So eventually I went forward and I joined Miss Singapore and then moved into image consultancy business. And, and that was how I moved through my entrepreneurship journey. So that's kind of how you ended up being with the Soul Rich Women company then, right? Well, the Soul Rich Woman only came about when I was in my cafe business because I had medical experience, but I have no business experience, little or zero business knowledge of how to run a cafe retail chain, let alone whether the beans are Arabica beans or Robusta beans. I have no idea how to differentiate the beans at all, whether they are from a higher altitude or whether the beans taste 
salty or bitter, right? Okay. So I, I don't have that kind of experience. But it was during that time that I, even though I had all the success, all the money and all the fame and all that exposure I had in the retail chain, that I felt that I needed to do more. That I moved during my, outside of my working hours and was, I turned on my webcam and I turned on my, just my microphone and just shared my knowledge through webinars and kind of got it going through Facebook Lives and back in those days was Mercat and Periscope Live, you know. So back in those days, I used live streaming as a way to build a community. But having said that, it was from zero. I had no listeners and no viewers, zero, right? So all these things started as, you know, you need to build and master the other F word, which is the Facebook ads. So I mastered Facebook ads and brought in new people to watch the webinars, watch the Facebook lives, watch the, the different lives that I was doing. And it really helped. So eventually from zero, it grew to a hundred, grew to a thousand, grew through the next, next few level of numbers. And it all started from there. That's cool. So if we focus like for your soul rich women, do you, kind, do you have like an ideal avatar for that? Yeah, basically we serve four groups of customers. The first group of people are the 9 to 5 employees who have no intention to quit. That means they are looking for opportunities to build their personal brand. They are looking for opportunities to get their voice heard. So that's the first group. 9 to 5 employees, women above 35 usually, and who don't want to quit their jobs. They just want to get known outside of their titles, outside of their job scopes, as someone, as a thought leader in their own industry. The second group of people we serve, women, 9 to 5 employees, but with the intention to quit. That means they've already started a side hustle, maybe a jewelry business, a fitness studio business on the side, and then eventually they want to scale up to quit. So we come in to help them with that. So we do have that group of women that we serve. The third group are the full-time, full-flat female entrepreneurs. That means they either have an F&B business, they have a health business, they have a beauty business, and they are looking to scale that, right? So they come to us as well. The last group is quite interesting is the stay-at-home moms. The stay-at-home moms are women who have gone through, usually gone through a 20-year career or 15-year career before they quit their jobs full-time as a stay-at-home mom taking care of three kids, at least three of them. Usually minimum is about three <laughs> because about 15 to 18 years old and then only after that, then they come back. So they're at a stage where they want to come back on to do something that they have, they felt that they have swept under the cup carpet or put into the cupboard and their dreams have been left behind so they come to us and then they work on these areas as well so we see usually these four groups of I would say avatars but as the pandemic happened we see more and more people wanting to learn something new so that will be a more generic uh, avatar where they just want to learn something new and they want to not the one to be left behind so usually that's what we hear as well. So how do you, especially with such a wide variety, how do you tend to get in front of your ideal avatars? Well, there are three ways usually. I think the first way is through our value uh, that we are giving through our live streaming and the other one is through podcasting. So these are the two mainstays that we do for free and we run a lot of different group challenges that we do. Like for example, how do you build a personal brand five-day you know, mini program that we do? So all these things we build and we build a community. 
right? So the second thing that we do is, of course, running Facebook ads. I think that's really pretty much effective for us, putting ourselves to new eyeballs, okay? And the last one is always through crossing our networks. So I do a lot of speaking, like public speaking and stuff like that. So when I get invited to submit, all these do get seen in new new spaces and that's how people get to know us as well. Totally. Have your speaking engagements increased now that things are kind of opening up more? Well, I would say yes. And also being more selective of where we go. I think that will be something that we must always look at. Begin with an end in mind. What is it that you want in your own work? And who is it that you want to put yourself in front of? So I think that will always be a decision that you always have to make constantly. I think that's really good advice. Something that you should always do, like kind of check your bearings and see if you're on the right track. Yeah, because I do get a lot of requests to speak at summits and virtual events. But do what is it? Who is it for? And does it really benefit you and the person that you're speaking to over the other side as well? So in the introduction, I had mentioned that you had a vision to support a million women. Do you have any other goals that you're hoping to achieve with the company in the next year or two? Well, we continuously want to build three three pillars, especially now during this pandemic season, and hopefully it will be over soon. But this new phase or new era, we want to educate uh, people, especially women in Asia, on podcasting and I would say live streaming and creating their own online courses. I think these are the three main pillars that we are more targeted and focused on because we are moving away or moving, I would say we are still a community per se, but our focus is more targeted. It means people who really want to leverage on these tools or methods to really get their voices, to get their messages heard outside of just that social media, a few social media platforms. So how would that change your business, being able to do that? We have been doing it. It's just that we are getting more and more specific because when when there is more and more different platforms and more and more choices and as information gets, I would say, overwhelming, you know, there's a lot of shiny objects around. We just want to get more and more focused and targeted and be known for these specific pillars in our business. And definitely it has helped us. In just six months, we have about extra 2,000 students in just six months alone. That's cool. And so has your team grown then as well? Yeah, our team has grown up to 60 over people now. <laughs> wow, look at you go, hey? <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. I mean, I've never expected that. We don't need to We don't need to have the numbers of staff or of the people to show our strength. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just as we grow, we, we move along, we hire the best people. Exactly, and focus on the end goal and what you're wanting to achieve. Yeah, that's right. What would you say would be like the best advice that you've ever received? Quit thinking and actually start doing. I think that's one of the best advice I have received. Because sometimes we we think too much, oh, what if this could happen? What if that could happen? How about, it's like setting a goal and then when you get closer to that goal and then you move the goal post away from you and say, okay, I think we should change the direction. So sometimes we should just have that mindset that we should just start first and tweak along the way. So I think that the one is one of the best advice. I think I would add in one more best advice from my mom. In fact, the other one is turn your mess into your message. I was often bullied in school. That has really affected me and impacted me uh, in terms of my self-esteem. And I didn't want to do much in my life. And to me, I think that's that I could only achieve that much. But my mom told me that to always to turn your mess into a message. So 
even through my entrepreneurial up and downs, my journey, if I know how to turn that into a message to inspire someone else along the way, I think we can help more people one at a time. I like both of those. Thank you. So what's the best advice you have ever given? The same that I've received, the same I give. <laughs> turn your mess into your message. Literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still good, right? Like who you are is who you are and it doesn't mean that you need to hide by it. Yeah, and you are not limited by your social, mental, emotional, financial circumstances. You know, a lot of people, they play victim, you know. So we want to encourage people to get out of that box. It may not be easy, but at least we try. Exactly. Well, I really appreciate you being here with us today. Is there anything that I haven't asked you or talked about yet that you'd like to share with us? I have two free gifts for your listeners and for you, those of you who are listening in right now. One is called Secrets of Personal Branding. It's seven steps to brand yourself online. The other one is how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can make money online. And that's available at soulrichwoman.com and S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a great day. We'll chat soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review. And I'll catch you on the next episode.